welcome to the Juicy Living Podcast. My name is Tara, I am your host, and this series is designed to inspire you to design your most juicy and beautiful life. Tune in. Are live. Welcome to Juicy Conversations. I am your host, Tara Abram, and today I have joining with me a very special guest, Crystal Cockerham. She is an energy alchemist and transformational mentor. She guides women through the spiritual alchemical process of transformation to liberate them from the world's perceptions. The process forges and solidifies the innate connection to their inner wisdom, allows them to access their truth, empowers them to claim their sovereignty to become the women they are meant to be and live an authentic, connected, and joy-filled life. Doesn't that sound fantastic? So here we have Crystal. Hello. Hi. <laughs> You're here. How are you today, Crystal? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am great. It looks like we have a few people on. Debbie and I think Teresa's here. Hi, ladies. Um, so, Crystal, we have to talk about this. That just sounds like so juicy, everything that you do. Um, and I'm sure everybody wants to learn a little bit more about it. So, I, I know Crystal. I've gotten to know her well. We uh, have worked together on some different projects and collaborations and um, and she used to be like a history teacher, an English teacher, and now has this whole um, amazing path um, she has created and helps people in big ways. So how, how did you get from your nine to five to here? Well, it, it was, um, I'm just going to like short, short, yeah, <laughs> the universe. Um, no, um, so I was actually going through college and I originally, I had graduated with just a straight double masters in both history and English. And I was, um, I did actually one semester of my master's degree. I was going for theology and, um, nine 11 happened right before the year before. So this was 2000 in 12, no, 2002. And um, I was on track because I wanted to teach at the college level. And the economy was just not coming back from it. It just kept getting worse and worse. I'm like, well, I'm just going to go back and I'll get my, my high school endorsements, you know, that kind of thing, education endorsements. So I did that and, you know, went through the whole rigmarole of landing a job, all the substitute teaching and everything. So I taught creative writing and I taught English and Shakespeare and um, world history. Um, creative writing was my favorite. However, in college, studying history was my favorite. <laughs> so teaching creative writing was my favorite, but mm -hmm. learning wise, um, the history was, was my favorite. Your favorite. Yeah. So um, after 9-11, you know, I taught in the public schools and um, I actually taught full time at an alternative high school. Um, yeah. So I had subbed there a lot and had some connections with a lot of the students. And so when the opening came up, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. And um, that's when the economy tanked again. 
So the way the unions work, if you're the last (laughs) one in, you're the first one out. So then I was laid off from there and, um, you know, just trying, trying to get other jobs, but English and history is a, uh, a very common, um, it's not very sought after because there are so many of us. So while I was getting like second and third interviews, it was the teachers who had been teaching for longer than me who were getting them. And um, during that time, so I kept subbing. And during that time, uh, one of my one of my kids got really, really sick. And there was a, a big health um, scare that happened. And uh, so then, you know, all of my all of my energy had to go towards taking care of her and just kind of keeping things going around the house and everything. And when it felt safe enough to do something, then I just went through and got like a temporary job. And it was through the temporary job, I was working for um, a physical therapist actually. And I met this person who's a life coach. And I'm like, so what is a life coach? What is that all about? (laughs) And um, so from there, you know, kind of the rest of history, but that's where, that's where my healing journey started. Where it started. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Like the yeah, universe yeah. said, mm, just, you're not just... supposed to be there. Boop. <laughs> Did really give you an option. You had to figure something out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, when you know, you and I have a lot in common because we, we, I know you love design, um, especially with like, you know, this, the study of history. And so, you know, we like to talk about that, you know, architecture and fun things. And you almost were going to go back to school and take design. I know we've talked about that before. I was, I had, um, I had knee surgery and I'm thinking it was about two or three years ago now. And uh, while you're at home, well, for, with knee surgery, you can't do anything. It's not like, you know, they're cutting open your tummy and you're walking around and building up those muscles. It's you're just on your hiney and that's it. And um, well, you know, there's this thing called HGTV. Because <laughs> <laughs> you maybe, can't maybe we've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. And. You know, I love it. And the whole time, like I've known my mother-in-law more than half of my life. She never paints her house. She never buys curtains or anything. It's always, Crystal, what do you think about this? Let's go shopping. Let's do this. Da-da-da. I do love it. For me, it's like playing. So I really did. I really looked into it. And I'm like, I could really do that. And, And the biggest part, like, the design at the end would be the icing on the cake because it's getting the people there to figure out what it is they like and what works and what doesn't. Right. Like that's, that's where the juice is. (laughs) No matter if it's designing a room or what's the next step in their house or getting them through a transition, all the juicy stuff, the, the good, the bad, the ugly that just gets them to, you know, the pretty, picture at the end that's where that's where it's all at and that's where I work yeah well and I was gonna say that's it's very similar to like how you work with your clients in a sense with the process that you take them through mm-hmm. in coaching yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's it's so interesting how that um 
it, it, it's just true. It's so similar because when you're, whether it's your house or you're looking at um, a business or anything, you have to, um, I apologize. Do you hear me echoing? Or is it just, just me? Just a teeny tiny bit, but is it fine. Bit? Okay, 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 good. <laughs> I just thought I'd better double check. But yeah, no, absolutely. It's like there's, you, you're just really having to figure out how to dive deep into kind of getting into that space to be like, what do I like? What don't I like? And then, you know, there's other outside factors of maybe a spouse or <laughs> children and, you know, how you have to incorporate that all in. Just as you're working with somebody, they still have those factors, you know, as well. Do you, do, you, do you find it kind of to be similar? Yeah, um, especially when somebody comes in and it's whether they're trying to uh, play the blame game because they don't realize that it's their reaction and it's showing them something in here or they're saying or they're frustrated because they've been doing the work in here, but it's not changing out here. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you, you can't you can go through the work. You can do the work, but you can't change other people. You can only change how you are with those same people and with mm -hmm. other people, right? Your, yeah. your reactions versus your responses, you know? You usually react from a place of fear or hurt or wounding, you know, mm -hmm. those unresolved um, energetic patterns, so to speak, where you respond from here, where it counts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real you. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, I love that. So, Crystal, you talked about writing and you love, you know, that creative aspect. And I know you've got some journals that you've put together. How have you found like writing? I mean, obviously you had great experience with that before from, you know, teachings. You, you're probably you know, pretty good at all that. <laughs> so how have you found that has helped with clients? Because I know, you know, in our industry, we talk a lot about journeying and those practices and things and getting your thoughts out. Um, how have you found that uh, in, in working with clients or, or just yourself to be a benefit? Um, well, for me, I think the biggest thing and the biggest struggle as to why a lot of people think that they're not a writer or they don't like writing or they say they hate English or what have you is because it's kind of like doing the math problems from the book where, where you just do it and it's done. And writing isn't like that. Writing is a process, you know, um, you get your first thoughts down and if you keep writing, it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Um, you share it with somebody else and it shows them other things. Then they can ask you questions or, or what have you. Um, but as far as um, journaling goes, journaling is really powerful, but I don't get hung up on encouraging people to just write and write and write to go back and read. Um, for me, when I work with somebody, unless they're really stuck on something and I have them, um, I'll have them write like letters to themselves or the other people or what have you. Um, but I encourage them to do something kinetic, right? Whether they're painting or they're scribbling or they're drawing, as long as they're thinking about it and their hand is moving, you know, it's not about spelling. It's not about punctuation. It's not about even getting words and phrases out the right way. It's it's moving the energy with your hand, not with your fingers on the keyboard, but pencil or pen to paper. Um, 
because it's it's not that you ever have to go back and read it. You're you're putting it down so you can let it go, so you can release it, so you can get it out. And um, that is a different type of writing than writing for teaching, right? Like writing to share a story or something. But it all starts somewhere, you know, and everybody mm -hmm. has their own process. Some people can do an outline. Some people have to totally write their paper before they can go back and do the outline. It's, you know, figuring out that dance for them. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting that you said that. Um, I've, you know, I've never really has, um, as you know, I collaborated in a book and that was one of my fears going into it was like, oh, I'm like a bad speller. I, <laughs> I have been my whole life. Like I admit it. It's, it's one of my quirky plot and I'm like, no, but I'll, you know, I work through it. <laughs> so, there's tools nowadays that help me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was definitely a barrier for me. I was like, oh, am I going to be able to? And you know, then I did it, and then it was done, and I was like, oh, okay. And I mean, obviously, done more, you know, with blogging and things like that, which I know you do too. Um, is that something though? When you work with people, like, do you encourage them to, you know, to use? Like, tell us a little bit more about your journal that you have. What's that? Oh, the journal that I have that I'm working yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's paired with a four-part meditation series. And it's called Awaken Your Divine Wisdom. And so what it is, is it goes through a process where you just tour your inner landscape. And um, it's, it's a conscious and subconscious dance, so to speak. So I wrote out these uh, meditations, and I'm in the midst of recording them right now. And what I did was um, from the meditations in the journal, I set it up and I reminded them, okay, this is what happened in your meditation to help them recall. Um, and this is why it's so important. So what was this for you here kind of thing? So they have lots of prompts to kind of echo their experience. And of course, um, when the whole thing comes together, they'll get to repeat the meditations as many times as they need to, to really take themselves through the journal. Um, yeah, so that that's how I have that. And within there, I have different things built in. So not just Q&A, but okay, now describe it. What's the feeling? Here's a blank page, do some sketching or collaging or, you know, whatever that is to, for you to help you feel that you're getting this through to you. So the whole point of it is for them to do this whole journey because it really is a journey. It's a whole process where I walk them through cord cutting and ethereal fire and, and all of that kind of thing. Um, and then in the journaling, they're putting it down so that they're seeing it for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that recall and, and that dance. And so it's it, it drops off at one point so that you can go in to do the next step. And then it drops off at another point. It takes them through the next step. That kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited nice. about it. Yeah. 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 And that's coming up soon, right? Got it that. is soon-ish. I don't have a date yet. I know, I know I need to because I've, I've had the meditations and the journal written for quite a while, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you've got a few other things on the go too that 
Okay, so now I home and kids moving back away from home and (laughs) lots of ins and outs and moving pieces. That's for sure. Yeah, you've been busy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so now you know that you're talking about meditation. um, I wanted to ask you. because as you know, I'm a meditation teacher too. How, how was that, has that something that you have always done or is that something that through your process of leaving your nine to five and everything that happened um, and getting to it, was it incorporated like at some point during then? I'm just curious. So for me, it was, what is all this business about meditation at first? It's funny mm-hmm. because I found yoga probably about, 16, 17 years ago, and it really helped me with some health problems I was having. And in it, they were always talking about meditating. And I loved the the classes where you ended in Shavasana. I've never been (laughs) one of those. I'm not going to sit. You'll never see me meditate with me sitting up with my legs crossed. It just does not happen. (laughs) It doesn't happen. My tailbone does not like that position. (laughs) Um, but Shavasana, I'm like, oh yes, I can sink into it. This feels so good. Right. And then as I was going through my, um, through the coaching process, I did, we did learn some and did a lot with guided meditations. And I really liked that. And then when I went through my crystal healing certification, um, you know, we learned how to set up different kinds of grids for various things like journeying and everything. And journeying is a meditation and that's guided. So mm-hmm. I learned, you know, the components for doing that. And as I started setting up my programs and workshops, I always built in this piece to kind of help people get used to it, right? Like it's very difficult. It's, I have yet to find the one person who can go from not knowing how to meditate to meditating with a flip of a switch at first, (laughs) right? Totally, right? Yeah. So when I did, there's another um, thing that I did. It was um, a divine feminine. It was a nine-month journey that I did for myself that I went through. And in it, one of the things that we did was a lot of contemplation which is, mm-hmm. it's not quite meditation, but you're almost in that state. And so I work with people kind of like with that, right? Like if you're really mm-hmm. sitting with something and you're not really meditating and it's, um, that, that moment is really close to, and you can get to that state of mind to do many things other than contemplate. You can use it for scrying, like scrying in a mirror. You can use it for scrying in the flames to help you see into like other spaces and everything. But Mm -hmm. helping yourself get to that point where you can just focus on one thing, well, the next step really is meditation, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, that's very powerful. So I encouraged my clients a lot during the workshops to do that. And every time we would get together for a teaching at the end, we would do a five to 10 minute guided meditation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so then they would have that to tap back into between the meetings. Yeah, so it's kind of a natural evolution, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, well, they, you know, they say meditation finds you like at the right time when you're ready. And at least that's what my mentor taught me. Um, that was what she said. It usually just finds you when you're meant to find it. So I think that's kind of cool. Now, um, you also do like workshops and retreats with people, right? I know you were just away at one. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What What's that all about? Yeah, so the, uh, the nine-month journey and the divine feminine initiation that I did for myself, that I took myself through. The very next year, my daughter decided to do the maiden work. So the community has, you know, they have many teachings, but for a woman, they have a young rites of passage, which is like nine to 14. And then they have maidens, which is 14 to 18. And then they have the adult, they call it changing woman. So my daughter did that. And um, I was taking her to one of the classes and the what do you call her i mean she's my mentor and teacher now and has been ever since this moment <laughs> but um what do you call her i mean she is like the leader of the community it's her and, and one other woman you know mm -hmm. and they they lead so she was working with a group of women in upper michigan not the Upper Peninsula, but the Upper Michigan, and she said, "You know, I'm really looking for um, someone to mentor some of the up and coming initiates, and that means, you know, being there when they initiate on their weekend and blah blah blah." Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, when is this weekend?" <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, it worked out, and then she invited me to be part of her um, mastery circle. So it's really learning you know, her shamanic and etheric energy healing practices um, and all of that directly from her. And part of that exchange is with the works, you assist, you you find your work that you're going to take over from her um, and you work with her on it, you partner with her on it and you, and you do it. So yeah, this past weekend was a healing weekend um, and sometimes I have a client or two who go to it. Um, this year, I didn't have any of my personal clients there. And no matter what, it's always great fun um, for me, <laughs> for the facilitators. It's great fun. And, and at the end, the participants say, I'm so glad I did this. And, you know, then they say they want to say they had fun, but they feel it at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, this past weekend, that's what that was. Yeah. Ah, exciting. That's so it cool. Is. It's beautiful. And I love going up there because it, it is consecrated land. So it's very, it's very um, sacred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love it. Um, so, okay. We have to talk a little bit about uh, some history stuff. So I know we've talked before and I've told you that like, I like, I was always like, ugh, history, ugh. Like I never, <laughs> I never enjoyed it. Like I'll admit that until 
I went to, you know, I studied interior design and then suddenly I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, and this makes sense. And then, um, and even to further layer that now with, um, you know, learning more about the Eastern or yeah, Eastern teachings and like the Vedic teachings and seeing how that even overlaps over time with the history. I find it so fascinating now and I actually quite enjoy it. Um, is there like a t like is there a particular time frame that is really inspiring like that you enjoy like when it comes to you know design architecture history yeah yeah um for studying and reading my um my forte so to speak in both english and history was medieval ah um as far as architecture goes I love, love, love old cathedrals. Love it. You know, they would take at least a hundred years or more to build these massive cathedrals, and you could see the whole time lapse of the different architecture in one cathedral. You know, you go from the Roman to the Gothic to the <laughs> right. It just keeps yeah. moving. And stained glass windows. I have a thing about stained glass windows. I absolutely love them. Um, so as far as architecture goes, I really, it's not so much the medieval like that it's chunky, but I love the tall windows. I love mm -hmm. the peaks and, you yeah. know, the beveled glass. So where do we see that here in the Americas? It would be like, I think the craftsmen, like the Victorian and the craftsmen, Mm -hmm. You get like the beveled glass and and the mixture of the iron and the wood with the colors and yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you you know as we you know spoke earlier you you were really contemplating going back and, and taking design, um, which I'm sure you've got it all in your head anyways from the history and <laughs> so it's it's all there. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry. Um, so uh, do you like? Do you let, do you bring that like time frame like into your own home or is that just what you particularly like if you're traveling that's you know what you like to see or have you found that yeah you've started to bring that kind of time frame into into your own space? Totally. Yeah, I live. Yeah, I live in a colonial, and what I really like is the European cottage. Mm -hmm. You know, where you get a little bit of the French country, but you can have some Victor like it all just that eclectic look that old world look i i love that um so when you if you were to walk around my house like my bedroom you would think is more like um the parisian feel mm -hmm. you know so it's nice and simple it's missing a little floral touch but it's mm -hmm. getting there um and my living room is more traditional um but yeah my art is more um renaissance and medieval inspired because i i yeah. do absolutely love those stories yeah yeah i had i had to ask because i kind of i just had a feeling because we've talked before and we've never really gotten into the depth of like you know i've seen you in your home in various spaces and stuff but i've never you know so but i wondered if that really kind of had an influence on um you know what you enjoy like your surroundings to be Oh yeah, if I were to build a house, I would have a Victorian craftsman and I would totally have a solarium and it would be, <laughs> so, like I already have it in my head. 
stained glass windows on the bottom and clear glass windows on the top and you know the pretty fireplaces and nice wood and yeah all that fun stuff yeah yeah definitely yummy. it's all yummy talk <laughs> yeah what about you what's your favorite oh i've i i'm just i've evolved it's so funny because I've done so, like so many different houses now. And so it's like each one has kind of, you know, I did like one thing and then the next one was like a totally different thing. And then the next one was a totally different thing. And I've always kind of had some similar properties, but I'm, uh, I'm very eclectic in that. I do like to mix, like, you know, I'll take like old, like hand scraped barnwood floors and then I've got like crystal chandeliers with it. Like, so I really like to take a lot of everything. I do, I do have like a soft spot for craftsmen and I don't know if that's just where I come from up in Canada. I've always liked it, but I think it's, it's like music for me. It's really hard to like be like, what's your favorite song? What's your favorite artist? Because I can't, it's just too hard to choose. Like there's so much from yeah. the different time frames that, and I was talking to my mentor, uh, Lisa, one day, and um, she she does real estate too, and I was like, she, she was posting like a theme in this one home, and another one, I was like, oh, I like this and I like that, but of course she's not congruent to do them all in one, like in one home, one space, it wouldn't flow very well. Like, I just need to build like multiple ones so that I can have this one be this theme, this one that <laughs> theme, you know? But definitely now I've got, because I, I've, for a while I was like color, 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 like I'd have a red room and, then, you know, and now I've like kind of just toned it down and yeah, I, I like the, right now, achromatic and color and just textures and different elements is kind of um, what I have fun with right now. And who knows when that'll change, <laughs> change at some point. I'm very much about texture. Yeah. I'm very much it's about It's so texture. fun. Even with my clothes. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care how cool that sweater is. If it's not soft and comfortable, <laughs> I'm not even going to try it on. <laughs> well, uh, yes. I mean, that absolutely matters, too. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I've had some pretty nasty sweater, those woolly ones that you're like, oh, I feel like I've got, like, you know, <laughs> a rash coming on. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, Crystal, um, I wanted to ask you, um, for where you're at like now today, how has this um, this journey from, you know, you had, this, you know, like you said this kind of, ah, you had to make this, the universe just made you make a transition. How has this, uh, how has it been for you in your life? Like, um, I'm sure it's been a rewarding venture because you are very passionate and you are, um, you know, you're helping other people in a very passionate way. Um, and it's purposeful. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? It, it hasn't been easy though. It hasn't. <laughs> At first it, well, it was not because in order to help people really move through their own stuff, you have to first go through your own. And that's mm -hmm. not easy. You know, I always, you know, the first or second time somebody comes to see me, once once I see and know that they are really truly committed, like they're not just saying they want change, but like you can just tell they're they're in it all the way. Mm -hmm. I always have to give them the disclaimer because there there's I think um, a lot of misgivings out there. Of course, everybody wants it. Like how could you not? And you want them to want it, right? Mm -hmm. But they have to know that 
it's not all fun and games. I mean, there are fun and games in it, right? Because you get to explore these new places for yourself and these new parts of you, and that is fun. But when you get really down into the trenches at first, there's some deep things to really move through. I think you froze. I think you're back. I it froze for a second, but I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you froze. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I always like to give that disclaimer, like, you you can't hold yourself back from going to those uncomfortable places because that's where, that's where the magic is, right? Like, that's where the big come in, the big explosion, so to speak, of it just <laughs> opens up all that new space for what you want to move towards. Yeah. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't always easy. It was hard work. Yeah. yeah. But now, but now, like, I mean, when you wake up every day and you know you're going to work with your clients, like, you're excited about it because you oh know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 So, like, it's been rewarding that way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's been it's, rewarding it's for once you get too. Through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it working really through has. all that, like, muck. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, some of us have a lot thicker, denser muck than others. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, part of it is going through your own and that's not comfortable. Right. And yeah. then the people you're up close and personal with all the time, there's that adjustment that comes in. Right. Mm -hmm. To play. Um, but no, I do love it. Um, last year I was working part-time, um, for somebody else and it was like, I am so done. I, I can't, I can't do this for anybody else anymore. I have to do me for me. Right. Like, and as soon as I, as soon as I did that, it was, it, it, for me, I've never felt better. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. Crystal, is there anything, if you were to give like a piece of advice to leave with our viewers or something that you want to leave us with, um, some advice from your experience? Um, I would say that when you go to make a decision, really take the time to connect with your breath and really go here. And don't let this try to justify or talk you out of this. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank so you. Perfect. So thank you so much for coming on here today. Um, where can everybody find you? I know you've got an amazing free gift that's downloadable somewhere. Can you just tell us about that? Yes, um, mm -hmm. www.wisdomawakens.com. So wisdomawakens.com uh, is my website and they can find uh, the free gift for simple steps to finding calm and chaos there. And also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page. 
And I've also started a couple of months ago a, a group called Feminine Wisdom Keepers. So it's a private group, so you have to ask to join. Um, but in there, we, we do way more um, things than you than what happens just usually on the, um, what do they call that? Your business page, your fan page, right? <laughs> so there's yeah. more interactions and there's some more um, juicy stuff in there. And we've got some projects coming up pretty soon that's kind of going to blow everything out of the water. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Thank you. And we'll put the links below for everybody too in the comments. And um, and of course, if anybody has any questions for Crystal, um, you know, just make some put it in the comments below, and we'll be sure to come back and take a look. So, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today, thank Crystal. <laughs> and uh, we will talk again soon. We will. Take care, Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining me here today on the Juicy Living Podcast. We hope you had some fabulous takeaways from today's conversation. Tune in next time as we will be back and always live juicy. Music